This is D23 Inside Disney. We are going to take you through some of the best Disney stories of the week, get you an inside look at the people behind the magic of Disney. I'm Candace from Radio Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And I'm Jeffrey from D23. And we're the hosts that will take you inside Disney. Guys, I just want to hear your voices. I'm so happy it's podcast time. (laughs) I know. I know I say it every week, but I really do mean it every week. It's my favorite thing. I love hearing from you guys. I know, me too. What have you guys been up to? I had an appointment at my allergist to overshare. (laughs) Don't want people thinking I'm just randomly stalking the studio a lot, but I drove by the studio (laughs) yesterday and I saw Team Disney and I saw where our office is and I was like, oh, from from the outside, looking in at our many memories of recording the podcast in person. So one day, one day we will do this again soon, beautiful people. How are the dwarves? The dwarves looked good. Everyone (laughs) looked good. The lot looks beautiful. As expected, it is still well manicured and waiting our arrival at some point in the future. Aww. Can't wait to go back and say hi to all my squirrel friends who live on the lot. Oh, me too. Yes. (laughs) Guys, by the way, I have a Mickey Waffle Maker update for you guys. Oh my gosh. The watch has concluded. It was delivered this week. I made the most delicious Mickey waffles as if I were at one of the resorts. (laughs) And you saved some for us, right? Special delivery? It's coming in the mail? Question mark? You can just throw a stamp on a waffle. I'm pretty sure that's legal. (laughs) And totally sanitary. Totally sanitary. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh. Guys, did you see... Taylor Swift City of Lover concert on Disney Plus or Hulu or ABC? I have not yet. I have it in my Disney Plus queue. <gasps> You've got to check it I out. Do. Guys, it is so, so good. I hosted a little virtual watch party with my friends. We all hit play at the same time, muted ourselves, got out our like phone flashlights and like waved them in the air. It was like we were at the concert. It was so I fun. Love that. Yeah. If it hadn't have been on at the same time as the last dance finale on ESPN, oh. I would have watched it live. But yeah, speaking of that, by the way, the last dance, if you guys want to watch it, it's going to start airing in prime time on ABC starting Saturday night for the next cool. five weeks. So there you go. Oof, the last dance. That's a Donna Summer song. So I that's what it's <laughs> about, right? It's about the it's about the making of the Donna Summer song, right? Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, and speaking of songs, I actually got my Disney delivery arrived. I'd ordered a book of Disney sheet music because I, I had one, and I realized I realized the most recent song in it was "Part of Your World," which shows how long ago I bought it. So this this one goes up much. Much, much more recently. So I've I've already uh, been sitting at my piano and annoying my neighbors. Oh, I I'm love sure that. loving the free concert. <laughs> <laughs> you should charge them. <laughs> well, a lot of news and a very special guest for the third time on our show later, Yvette Nicole Brown, yeah, talking about her new uh, her new Disney Plus show, The Big Fib. But big, big, big Disney news this week. Our friend, we can call him our friend because he was on our video podcast from Mm -hmm. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Josh Demaro has been named the chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products. He was so nice. He was president of Walt Disney World when we were there. He is such a nice guy. He, He was like so down to earth. You can tell that he really loved his job and really cared about the cast members. And he has a lot of swag for an exec. I'm just saying. (laughs) Totally. 
And in other big Disney news, Rebecca Campbell, who I've known for many, many years since she was at ABC, she was just named the chairman of Disney's Direct-to-Consumer and International, which means she'll be overseeing Disney+, Plus, ESPN+, Plus, Hulu, and our international businesses. And she is great. She just was the president at Disneyland Resort. So she has worked in many parts of our company and super, super nice, nice person. And a few other bits of news, because with Josh, and Rebecca leaving the park, some people got new jobs, including Jeff Foley, who Jeff used to be the president of Disney Signature Experiences, which includes the Disney Cruise Line, which is how oh, I yeah. know Jeff Foley's name because he is super, super important in my universe. He <laughs> is now president of Walt Disney World. And Ken Potrock, again, someone who I've known since he was at Disney Vacation Club and then became went to Consumer Products. He's now going to be the president of Disneyland Resort. Kareem Daniel will be the new president of Consumer Products, Games, and Publishing. And Thomas Maslam will be the new president of Disney Signature Experience, which is including Disney Cruise Line. So Thomas will need to be my new best friend, clearly. (laughs) we got to get him on the show. (laughs) Yes, yes. Well, great news for Disney fans in Florida. Disney Springs announced that World of Disney, Deluxe Burger, and Co-op will be opening on Wednesday, May 27th. Hooray! So good. Yes. And on May 20th, a bunch of other shops and restaurants at Disney Springs opened back up, including Wolfgang Puck Bar & Grill, Frontera Casina, The Boathouse, Wine Bar George, and two of my very favorite stores, Anthropology and Uniqlo. As you know, I'm recording from my closet, so I can confirm that like 90% of the clothes in here are from one of those two stores. (laughs) (laughs) For the most up-to-date info on what's open and what to expect when you visit, check out disneysprings.com slash reopening. Love that. Well, there's so much to watch on TV right now that I really don't make time to play games, guys, but I could probably make time for this one. It's a new free game in the Disney Now app, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway Adventure Kit which is so cool because basically you can control Mickey and friends, cars, trains, and more through a series of scenic adventures in the game, of course, based on Disney's Hollywood Studios attraction, which we know and love. And you can choose from Mickey, Minnie, or Goofy. There's three worlds you can choose from and basically relive the ride at home with augmented reality. So guys, the Disney Now app, that's the place. Love Very it. Very cool. Hope Chuby makes an appearance. I know. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay, so I know it's May, but if you know me, you know it's never too early to talk about the holidays. Yay! <laughs> A new book, Holiday Magic at the Disney Parks, was just announced. The book is from Disney Publishing, and it's coming this October. From Halloween to Christmas and more, fans will get a behind-the-scenes look at the holidays at Disney Parks in this 384-page coffee table book. Yes. Ooh, and, and one of the authors is our pal, Walt Disney Archives director, yes! Becky Klein. We've oh, had her on the podcast, on the audio podcast, and the video podcast. <laughs> yes. So 10 years of research went into this 180,000 miles of travel to every Disney park and resort around the world. And yes, you will even get the inside scoop on the giant gingerbread house at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. So if you're Sweet. as stoked for this as I am, check out DisneyBooks.com for more info. I can't wait. I do not need it to be Halloween or Christmas yet, but I do always love to see the pictures. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) And in even more Disney Parks news, the Dapper Dans, they're back and they're using their voices from home to send out some birthday greetings in, you know, Dapper Dan quality perfect harmony. 
<laughs> I love them. I love all their videos. Grim Grinning Ghosts. Me they, too. They're so good. They're so good. It was my fiance's birthday last week. And I realized now that there's like nothing more awkward than singing happy birthday to someone all by yourself. Aww. So now, thanks to the Dapper Dans, you can make birthdays a lot less awkward and much more magical. Oh, check it out on the Disney Parks blog. We would have helped you, Sherry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, I'll do a reprise with you two and with the Dapper Dance. Yeah, Jeffrey <laughs> can play piano. There, there we go. go. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Dapper Dance normally can be found on Main Street USA, as you guys know. And another sort of turn of the century charm movie, Pollyanna, is celebrating its 60th anniversary. Wow. Like how I did that transition there? <laughs> Pollyanna, first of all, starring Disney legend Haley Mills, who's amazing. But all week long, <laughs> D23 has been celebrating the Polly anniversary by doing the Glad game. So you can go onto their social and see some of the fun things, activities that you can do. There's crafts, there's recipes, there's dressing dapper, in fact, like the Dapper Dance. And it all culminates on Friday May 22nd, with a delightful chat with Haley Mills. So the Disney legend herself is going to be interviewed by film historians Leonard and Jesse Malton. I actually got a sneak peek of it, and it's fantastic. And Haley is just as charming now as she was 60 years ago. So you can visit d23.com for all the details. True story, guys. When I'm on the lot, I always pass her handprint and like give her a high five. (laughs) Do you? (laughs) Yes, I love love that. Cute. Yes. All right. We're going to talk about Disney Plus because they have announced they're going to be premiering the inspirational feature film Clouds this fall. It's based on the memoir Fly a Little Higher. And it's based around a true story of a kid named Zach who was musically gifted. He's 17 years old and lived with a rare bone cancer. So it follows him in his senior year. And as he tries to leave behind a musical legacy, and we're excited at Radio Disney about this because it features our artists and, of course, Disney Channel star Sabrina Carpenter. So more about Mm. that coming soon, but it's going to be on Disney Plus this fall. Cue the drum roll. Cue the imaginary nut lights. (laughs) It's time for... Five fantastic things to watch this weekend. Woo-hoo. As determined Ta-da. by D23. Yes. You can, you can see the full list at D23.com. So starting the list off with something so fantastic, it's actually in the title. Fantastic Mr. <laughs> Fox. It's making its Disney Plus debut on Friday, May 22nd. It's 2009 stop-motion animated comedy directed by Wes Anderson, based on a Roald doll book, has a star-studded voice cast, I mean, you've got the Clooney. Yes, Meryl Streep, Bill Murray, nominated for two Oscars. I mean, what more could you need? This movie is incredible. It is incredible. Also fantastic, this Friday, Hello, Dolly is making its debut on Disney+. Plus. I'm sure it will come as a surprise to absolutely no one that I am a huge Barbara Streisand fan. Mm -hmm. And this was one of her classic roles. And also, fun fact, for those of you who are fans of the movie WALL-E, you will get to hear where one of the songs that is played in WALL-E comes from and you can also hear the song on main street usa at the parks too very Mm -hmm. cool there's also a new episode of muppet babies friday may 22nd on disney channel i'm excited about this one because skeeter and scooter are going to make their playroom debut in this episode so i love the muppet twins they're so cute 
a Toy Story marathon is coming to Freeform on Saturday, May 23rd. So yes, that means Toy Story, Toy Story 2, and Toy Story 3. Back to back to back to back. I don't even know how you're like, how you're on our podcast right now. I feel like you need to be like preparing (laughs) yourself mentally for the magic that is a marathon of Toy Story. Uh, Okay. And in case that isn't enough Pixar for me, there is a Cars marathon that same morning at 910. I mean, I'm fully booked that day. Down for that, for sure. Also, there is a special premiere of Lance, Sunday, May 24th. This is part one of the two-part film Lance, of course, which features unprecedented access to Lance Armstrong. So if you guys want to check that out, part two is going to premiere the following Sunday, May 31st. Hmm. I mean, that was a fascinating story when that that all went down. Well, they say the third time is the charm, and who are we to argue? She was with us in November to talk about her role in the Disney Plus live-action Lady and the Tramp. She was with us in January to experience Star Wars Rise of the Resistance at Disneyland. We had so much fun. And she's here with us today to talk about her new Disney Plus show, The Big Fib, which she hosts and executive produces our friend, Yvette Nicole Brown. Hey, guys. You know, I'm, so, I'm so glad we got into to Rise of the Resistance before the pandemic. We got in under the wire. <laughs> yeah. The wire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good to have you with us. It's like, I feel like you are our, our fourth co-host. Oh, yeah. that makes <laughs> family me happy. Is complete. You know, oh, I love you guys. This is anytime you guys say, can you come? I'm like, yes. So this is <laughs> Thank you for having me back. All right. Well, can you give us your one line pitch for The Big Fib? We're so excited for this show. Yes, I can. The Big Fib. It's so funny. Look, I'm going to do the pitch in a minute. Let me do my disclaimer. (laughs) Initially, I was always talking about how it was a kids game show. Right. And I've realized that it's not just for kids. It's a game show that is led by kids. The kids are the ones that are running the show. They're the ones sitting in the big red throne. But the show is really for anybody. It's full of education. It's full of fun. We have Reese Darby playing my wonderful robot sidekick, Clive. So everything about it is just magical. It's magical. It's fun. It's educational. And, you know, we're streaming 15 episodes for your pandemic viewing. So get in there. Amazing. You're an excellent actor. We know it. You know it. The listeners know it. But are you a good fibber? Ooh, you know what? I think that because I'm an actor, I probably am better at fibbing than most, but I don't like to lie to people. It makes me feel crazy. So (laughs) I think because of that, I'm probably not as good at it as I should be. You know, um, the only fibs I ever tell are to save someone's heart or spirit. Like if someone's going through something and if I was absolutely honest in that moment, it would further damage them then I will find a way to say it in a way that's not like, this is what it is. But otherwise, I don't believe in it. I think it's not good. Well, I I think if you told us that you really liked lying and fibbing, that would be a a major red flag. I I would hope. I would hope for everyone. A a big fat liar is not always the best person. (laughs) So true. What's the best fibber line you heard on the show? Something just so outlandish you thought it might actually be true. Honestly, there were none that stood out as they were so outlandish they should be true because the the way our show is set up, we have three rounds. So the first round is like an outlandish fibber. So those were the ones that said the funniest things, did the funniest things, but they were there to kind of set your palate and get you ready for what the show was going to be. So those were the most fun. When we got into the real gameplay, the fibbers that were the best would put a little bit of truth in there too. 
So they'd say mm-hmm. a little bit of truth and a little bit of lie. So it's a little harder to say who was who was best and what was my best. It's, it's hard to say because I enjoyed the fibbers when they told the truth. And that was, you know, sprinkled in as well. Hmm. Well, I know you just said you're not much of a liar, which is great. But yeah. <laughs> what is the most outrageous fib you've ever told? Um, it's a lie I tell to myself every morning when I say we're not going to eat like we ate yesterday. We're not, <laughs> we not going to do it. <laughs> You're not gonna oh. do it. You, you better than this. You better than that. <laughs> and it's a lie. And I know it's a lie when I'm saying it to myself, but I say it every morning, every morning, and I fail every day. <laughs> what is your like go-to snack? Right now, this is gonna sound really crazy, but I love bread. I've just been making Ooh. toast, different types of toast. Like I'll have it with cinnamon sugar, I'll have it just mm. with butter, I'll have it with truffle butter that I got from Ralph. So mm. I'll have it in truffle butter. I'll have it with jelly. So it's like I'll wake up and go, I think I need some bread. That is not good. Don't ever do it, guys. Don't <laughs> do it. You gotta do the bread in moderation. So go to snack is bread. Bread. Ooh. It's I'm comfort eating, guys. Now Where all I want is toast. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Delicious Uh, toes. (laughs) You hit on this before. Obviously, it's a great show for families with kids. And you mentioned that you think adults will like it. But why do you think adult Disney fans will love the show? Oh, well, everything that, you know, here now I will wax poetically about the company we all love. Disney magic is real. I believe that the way Disney Plus has created and decided on what shows they want to put out, it's all sprinkled with the Disney magic. So whether we have you know, Pluto or Mickey Mouse, you know, walking across the stage or not, which we don't. The whole show is imbued with that sense of wonder, that sense of anything can happen, that sense of dreams coming true. Like it's a part of everything we do. It's a fun, fun show that respects kids, supports kids and celebrates kids. I've told a lot of people, I'm doing a lot of press and I make sure people pay attention to the fact that I don't have a chair on the show. I spend my time on the big fib leaning on a side table next to the babies who are sitting in a throne. This is their ride. They're driving this ship. And I love that when kids watch it, whether they catch it or not, the adult is depending on them. The the adult is waiting on them. What do you want to say? What do you want to ask? What do you want to do? And I think that sense of wonder when you empower kids at a young age to know that what they think and what they want to know matters, they take that with them for the rest of their lives. So it's a wonderful gift this show is. Oh, I can't wait. Being a mom, mm-hmm. that makes me so happy. You're working with the robot, you mentioned this, who happens to be played by stand-up comedian Reese Darby. So what's yeah. it like working with a comedian? Because you're comedy to me, but was he cracking you up on the show? Oh, look, if you watch the episodes, when you guys watch the episodes, I literally am chewing the inside of my jaw the entire time. <laughs> what sequence you watch the show in, I totally gave up on trying not to laugh at a certain point. So some of them I'm trying to be professional and in others I just lean into the hilarity of Reese. So he's very committed from the time he steps on that stage. He is Clive. He is not Reese. He's not the wonderful actor in Jumanji. He's not the wonderful children's book author. He is Clive, the robot sidekick. And he sits in there and cracks jokes. And a lot of what we do originates from Clive, what he knows in his robot brain and all of that. So he's an integral part of the show. He's a joy. Well, now this is your second Disney Plus production following Lady and the Tramp, and you have Big Mm -hmm. Shot coming up with John Stamos. So what's it like to run Disney Plus? (laughs) (laughs) You know, listen, the biggest thing for me was getting to be the host of the launch of Disney Plus. Like, I still cannot believe I got to do that. And I would like to give Jeffrey his flowers in being the one to suggest that I be the one to do that. So thank you, sir. I thank you every time I see you. But I want to thank you again. Your listeners need to know, one, they probably know this, that you're an amazing 
Disney fan, but you're also a Disney advocate and you're also an advocate for your friends. And so when you heard that they needed a host, you said, try my friend Yvette. And they, whatever they were doing that day, they thought we should. And there I was going, guys, look. And so I can't even put that into place. So to add that and then go to have Lady and the Tramp and big the big fib and big shot, like it's an embarrassment of riches. I don't even know how to even begin to make it make sense in my mind. Aww. I appreciate it. I can tell you that you had many, many cheerleaders in your corner for that amazing D23 Expo hosting gig. And I hope you will come back to all the expos. Oh, I'm going to be there forever. every year you guys have it. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Well, Jeffrey mentioned Big Shot coming up with John Stamos. So tell us everything about working with John Stamos. Love him on Instagram. Love Insta stalking him. <laughs> you guys, I say this with no reservation. He is one of the nicest people I have ever met and worked with. And there's this thing in Hollywood where you're number one on the call sheet. Number one on the call sheet is like the the star of the show. They're the ones that, you know, their name goes above the title most of the time, all of that. And John is the nicest number one I've ever worked for Yay. or with. Mm-hmm. And I should say with, because it's not for. John doesn't have that energy. He's welcoming. He's kind. He's self-deprecating. He's Good to look at. Now, I know that's a shallow <laughs> thing to say, but I don't know if anybody's seen that John Stamos, but he is just delicious to look at. And he's even more beautiful on the inside. He is a huge Disney fan. I just found out that we have Gary Marshall in common. I don't know how I didn't know that his love and, and connection with Gary Marshall goes back as far as my love for Gary Marshall goes. We both spoke about Gary in a wonderful special about his life that aired on ABC. You were great, by the way, on that. I was so happy to see you pop up. Thank you. You know, I talked about Gary for a good hour and a half. They were like, Yvette, we got Julia Roberts coming in. You got to get out that chair. Keep talking about Gary. So, yeah. And this is from, you know, I only was blessed to work with him for like two or three years and in, in, on the odd couple. But, you know, I can't even imagine the people that were blessed to be his family members and, and who worked with him on many movies and through many years. So, but yeah, but John Stamos is amazing. And Big Shot is Oh gosh, we're we're we got cut in half because of the pandemic, but we got four episodes done of our order, and we hope to go back soon. And it's a fun show about a high school basketball team. Uh, John is the coach, I am the headmistress of the school. We butt heads, but in a really funny, hilarious way. And yeah, it's coming on Disney Plus soon, as long as we can, soon as we can leave the house again. Yay! Can't Yay! wait for that. You've been a part of the Disney family for a while now, obviously before Disney Plus. What have been some of the highlights for you? Oh, well, I mean, my entire life, I've said this, my entire life has been Disney. Like I was a Disney kid. I I watched all the movies. I had my own little Mickey and Minnie when I was a kid. It's such a place of, I said this earlier, such a place of wonder where you just feel like anything can happen. Anybody can be a princess. Anybody can slay a dragon. You know, anyone can be a warrior. It's just such a wonderful place where you are taught to dream. If I hadn't become an actress, I would have been a teacher. And I would like to believe that that is the type of teacher that I would have been, that I would have tried to inspire the babies that they could be anything and do anything. And that's what Disney instilled in me. It, my mama too. Now let me, let me give Fran her due. My mom as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. But through Disney as a kid growing up, it, it reinforced all the things my mom taught me about possibilities in this life. So, all right, now You've been on the podcast before. You were our special guest on the rise of the resistance show. So we think you know us pretty well at this point. Mm-hmm. So we're going to pl- play a game called Pinocchio No No. Okay. <laughs> um, each of us is going to make a Disney-related mm-hmm. statement about ourselves, and you have to guess whether it's true or if our nose is going to grow. I say Pinocchio if it's a fib, and then I say no, no if it's the truth. All right, Pinocchio if you think it's a lie, and what would be a good truth? Figaro. 
Okay. Despite being a huge Disney fan, I have never seen Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Pinocchio. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> You're right. Thank you. Come on. All right. I once rode Radiator Springs Racers nine times in one day. Figaro. I wish that were true. Oh, no, it's uh, not true. Well, you know, actually, how could you? The lines, you'd be in line for 50 years. So I, I, played, I played myself with that answer. There's no way humanly that you could have done it. Even if, if the spirit was willing, you couldn't have done that. Okay. I'll take, I'll take that as a law. I'll take it. All right. I'm up next. I was once, quote unquote, friends with Winnie the Pooh, Chippendale, Jesse, King Louie, White Rabbit, Mary Poppins Penguins, and a parade gingerbread man at Walt Disney World. Listen. I don't know whether that's true or not, but I want it to be. So I'm going to say Figaro. It is a Figaro. How does it work? How did, well, tell me more. Well, I am just the right height to be friends with all these great characters. <laughs> Five, two and three fourths. I love it. <laughs> uh, I love it. Okay. I have seen every Star Wars, Pixar and Marvel Studios movie. Figaro. Correct. That is true. And listen, I've seen your house. So I know that if you're going to ask me if you have, I know you've seen everything Disney has ever done or thought of doing. So you, it's going to be a figure out for me with all of that. Yep. <laughs> all right. My favorite Disney collectible is a 1976 vintage Mickey Mouse telephone. Oh, let me tell you something. I think that's a figure out because that would be my prize possession as well. So I'm going to say figure out. It is. Uh, 100%. That is amazing. You, okay, I'm going to age myself. I'm going to tell a Disney story right quick. And this, this is how I know that I was destined to be a part of the Disney family. <laughs> when I was a kid, allegedly, in the um, late 70s, allegedly, <laughs> I went to an Ohio Bell store where they were, you know, my mom was going to play, pay our phone bill. And they had that phone you described, the Mickey Mouse phone, under glass. So it was like a vintage. It was it was like something about it was, well, we know it's special. So it was under glass. Like kids don't while, touch. Yeah, don't touch or don't, whatever. So while we were standing there, somebody came in and started to lift the glass and was trying to take the phone from under the glass and steal it. And I started screaming, he's trying to steal Mickey. He's stealing. That is one of my earliest oh my memories gosh. as a kid. I was maybe four or five and I protected Mickey that long ago oh, so i remember oh. that phone i know that phone it is one of my earliest childhood memories so figaro to you lady and i need now to get one of those phones for myself it's in my <laughs> childhood bedroom at my parents house right uh, now it's so great i'm so, so we great. i had that phone when i was a kid or my my, my family did and then not anymore oh. i bet you it's on ebay you can get it <laughs> <laughs> for five million dollars <laughs> all right last one my hidden talent is doing a crazy good Donald Duck impression. I'm going to say Figaro, and I now want to hear it. Unfortunately, Ow! for Ow! you and for our dear Ow! listeners, Ow! that is a Pinocchio. I will spare you even my attempt because I don't want people to unsubscribe. Yeah, you know what that would mean. That one hurt my feelings because I really wanted to hear that. But uh, okay. I'll work it's on it. Right. Next okay, time you're on the show. Please I'll do. have it nailed. <laughs> okay. You did pretty good of it, though. I got to say four, four out of six, you got right. So that's amazing. Good. good. I, and they had me fooled, too. I, did, I wasn't sure which ones were true or false until they just <laughs> admitted them. So, gosh. 
Well, this All is what's right. funny. I, if you watch the the big fib, another thing that you get to do is you get to figure out if you can figure out who the fibber is. And by the way, I failed every time. Like I, my my success rate was like 0.2%. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. All right. All right. I can't. Well, I really can't wait to watch. Now we we do end every episode with this question, which you have answered once before. So now we're going to ask you to answer it again and come up with a different answer. Your favorite Disney memory. Previously, it was being able to say, may the force be with you on the the Star Wars Lego show. You know, I think my best Disney memory now is getting to be a face of Disney plus getting to, you know, I talked to Bill Farmer who has, you know, a dog's life with Bill Farmer. Like there's so many magical things that have come into my life since I became a part of the Disney plus family that I don't know that I could pick one, but I'm going to go with just everything involved with being able to talk to people about how much I love Disney and what they should take advantage of on Disney plus. I think that's a perfect answer. Yeah. Am I the first three timer? You're the first two timer. We've never we haven't had anyone on twice. That's what's up. That's what's up. I got to keep coming back. I don't want anybody to take my crown. They weren't kidding when they said that you need that you're like the fourth co-host. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, well, I can't wait to talk to you next time. Let's exactly. Do it again. We'll yeah. do it for Big Shot. Big Shot's coming up. We'll do it for Big Shot. Absolutely. Yeah. Or other things in between. Who knows? Just come and say hey. Yeah. I would love it. I would love Anytime. it. Anytime. Just give us awesome. a status update. Yes. Yeah. Just went so back much. to the fridge, guys. That's the status update. <laughs> Bring on the toast. Bring on the toast. Yes. <laughs> Love her so much. Well, thanks again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. And don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all-new episode of D23 Inside Inside Disney. Disney.